What's this one about? Everything? Nothing? It's hard to say. In some ways, our show is never really about anything specific, but this one may be more like y'all just walked up on us having a conversation than maybe any episode in a while. But as often happens, the conversation ends up in the butt. Not my fault this time. and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique. We may be awful, but, but we're, we're right. Because yeah, mm-hmm. Mom was like, I'm going to go sit outside and read. And I said, I really don't think you need to do that. I said, it's really hot. So I said, oh, it's not that hot. And I said, oh, it's really hot. I'm sorry, how hot is really the- hot? How hot, how hot is really hot? It's just, ni- it's 92. Oh, okay. Which I know that's for you, but. Yeah, so 92, that's adorable. She's like, oh, it's so hot out here. And I said, I told yeah, you. Yeah, no shit, yeah. And then she's like, well, maybe it'll be nicer in the back. And I'm like, fine, whatever. But I'm guess just, what? She's not back there. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just going to check and just see what our high temperature was today. It's, uh, oh, hmm. We did get to 101. Yeah, it was only supposed to be like 99 or something. But Ugh. yeah, every, the last few days it's only supposed to have been 98, 99. But we're managing to at least get to 100 every day. Uh, on um, Sunday, I think it was. Yeah, it was like uh, 110 or whatever day that was. It was like a record and it was just like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. It was, um, Ugh. uh, and, and in the next few weeks, even though they keep giving us these forecasted days of like, oh, it might be, have a, you know, a chilly 98. Um, it's like, no, it's not going to. That's, that's a lie. That's a fucking lie. It's not. <laughs> God, is it ever going to end? Uh, let's see. My, my two week forecast. No, no. Mm. I mean, at least it's not forecasting days of like 106 and 107 anymore. But, I mean, the low temperature isn't getting below 70 anytime soon. Although we did have a low of 67 for like a minute. You know. See, but that, I, ugh. That's at like 7 o'clock in the morning, like right before the sun comes up. I mean, when is it going to at least go down to 90, even for you? you I, know? you know, it's weird because we're, you know, we're fixing to, I mean, by the time this episode comes out, you know, it's going to be well into September, I guess. But right now we're just at the beginning of, you know, it's about to start September and fuck it. I don't, Ugh. I, it's, uh, they say we're going to have a harsh winter that like, um, you know, the Farmer's Almanac says that Texas is going to have a terrible, terrible winter. But that's, you know, like January, February, March. So who knows? Oh, yeah. It's just, I don't know. Because September supposed to, isn't that the, like the hottest ever? September's the hottest month there. Um, I mean, usually it's, it's, it should be raining, I mean, you know, it's it's supposed to be hurricane season. I mean, Florida's getting a hurricane. Like, where's my hurricane? It's you know, it's like, 
it's like, come on, come on, hurricane. Well, we actually had, uh, because um, a weird tropical thing hit, um, at the same time that that weird hurricane Hillary was hitting, like, extreme, like, Baja, California, and, like, L.A. was getting, like, three years worth of rain in a day, whatever oh, was, yeah. like, last week or whenever that was, um, like, Laredo and, like, extreme South Texas was getting, a, like, deluged by rain, and we didn't think we were going to get any of it. Like, but then um, a friend in San Antonio, while I was working, and he and he's down in San Antonio, and he was like, "I just heard thunder," and I said, "What? You're not, we're not supposed to. You're not supposed to get any rain." I said, "But maybe you're going to get a little of it because you're farther south than me." And then, like a couple minutes later, we had like five, ten to fifteen minutes of fucking intense. No Wind that and Texas rain. Cord. Yeah, yeah. And like my dad, when I went to my dad's that night, like all of his patio furniture was flipped over. Like it was windy uh. and wet. And it was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, that was nowhere near here. What is that? But yeah, God, I fucking, there's, there are, I have, I've put, this is just, ridiculous but you know my my dog is a little tiny he's a little yeah. he's a little wee one and his feet are very very small and the gr- the ground is cracked it's so dry yeah, that is, there yeah. are cracks in the ground that he he stumbles his feet go down into the cracks oh, when no. he walks and oh, he's gonna God. hurt himself and so there are places where the cracks are really bad i have like taken like empty plant pots and like just put them all over the yard to keep oh, him from no. walking in certain spots where the holes there are places where i swear like the ground is like four to five inches there are spots where the ground is that wide opened up oh no and it's, you know, some of those planters, like, actually have some stuff in them. And so I'll, like, water those plants and I'll water mm-hmm. them extra to make sure that water goes down in there. But that's not, that's not enough to help. No. You know? No. This is, like, clay dirt. This is, like, ugh. God damn it, it's hot here, you guys. It's so fucking hot. Yeah, I was talking to Trisha earlier and she said that it was day 67 for you guys for over three digits. Yes! Yes! Yeah, that's just insane. I'm so glad I bought a new air conditioner last summer. Because I have friends whose air conditioners are pooping out. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know? And of course they're all like, oh, you know, if everyone could, like, you know, turn the AC up and and save energy. And I'm like, fuck you, Greg Abbott. You You figure it out. You would have had a mild, pleasant summer if Beto O'Rourke had won the election. It's God punishing Texas for Greg Abbott. Oh my God! You know, just and like Ken Paxton, that, that bonk-eyed piece of shit. Yeah, and that hurricane today—that's God punishing Florida for Ron DeSantis. Well, you at know. least at least it it <laughs> veered north, and it's not hitting my aunt's house. My poor aunt with Parkinson's. Yeah. It's not it's not going right at her this time. My poor because my poor little aunt who can't do anything for herself because she's in Parkinson's and in a wheelchair most of the time. Oh, oh, and she oh, and she's in oh, what is she like South Florida? Kind of kind of central, but on the Gulf side, she's in Largo, which is like 
at Tampa, but closer to the closer to the Gulf. Oh, okay. So she probably got a little edge of it, but nothing. Oh, I mean, I mean, it's raining like a motherfucker, but they can handle raining like a motherfucker. It's like the you know, I mean, there's been there's been hurricanes there where, you know, they're all like boarded up, and I mean, there was one where she, you know, one of her kids kind of moved in with her and they boarded up the house and it's like, you know, the, the, the power went off and all the windows were boarded up and it's like, damn, it's really dark in this house when oh, you can't, no. when there's no sunlight coming in and there's no power, <laughs> oh, no. you know, but they just sit there and light a candle and play cards or something. And well, just, I was going to you know, say, I hope they had candles. <laughs> oh, they're, you know, they're Catholic. They have fucking candles. You know, or flashlights. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They they've they're they're well prepared. They're you know, they live in Florida. They they're used to this shit. <laughs> Outside in the heat. Oh, no, I guess she didn't go sit outside though. But uh, how how is your how is your dear mother? How's her leg? Oh, it's fine. So <laughs> you know, I don't know if I. So anyway, three months ago, she had to go in to the podiatrist for an ingrown toenail. Right. Oh, it's so glamorous. And she just had to, you know, they dug out the edge. And she can't just go and... get a pedicure like a normal woman. Yeah, and it was it was fine. I guess anyway. if you're old, it's it's more it's, it becomes a medical thing. Oh yeah, and apparently <laughs> you know, it was real painful and infected. It was really gross. Oh. So anyway, then for the I guess the doctor had discovered that you know part of her toe was numb. Yeah. So it was like part of the toe she couldn't feel anything, and part of the toe she really felt the pain. It hurt really bad. Like ha- like right. like one side was numb and the other side hurt really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And so he got concerned and put all this you know the stuff in for the ultrasound, um, which is a whole different ball game because it was three months of nonsense with the insurance not approving the ultrasound. And me taking her and her not being able to go. And then the doctor getting mad and having to re resubmit it. Uh, yeah, anyway, that was Oh, so they were bullshit. so they were like they were trying to determine if it was like regular neuropathy or something else. Like I guess. I don't know. So anyway, so she I'm surrounded her, by neuropathy. I was like, if it's not diverticulitis, yeah. it's neuropathy in my yeah. family. Anyway, so she went and she got all this stuff and I got the results yesterday. They, you know, they called me and um, she has to have a little procedure done on her left leg where they're going to go do a little roto-rooter in the the artery. Oh, that's such a fabulous procedure. My grandmother had it done. Yeah. And I mean, she's not worried about it. She had the same thing done in her neck a few years ago. They can do amazing things. Yeah. And she's not even worried about that. But what we didn't know, what they told me while I was on the phone, oh, well, after the, you know, we're going to send all the paperwork to Dr. Smith being the podiatrist. Yes. And after that she can have that toenail removed. <gasps> and I was like, what do you mean, toenail removed? And she was like, well, that was why Dr. Smith put this in in the first place to see 
if it was safe for her to have that procedure because they have to remove that toenail and do something to the, you know, the bed, of the, you know, the nail bed so it'll grow back normal. Oh, yeah, because and I was like, nail beds are weird. Oh, though. I didn't know that in any way. So mom. Is oh, so like, it got so infected they have to take the whole nail off? Apparently. <gasps> I mean, it seems to be fine now, but because of the nail bed, my understanding is, I don't know, my understanding is because the nail bed needs to have some sort of buildup or something scraped because the toenail's growing in weird and it's causing it to, you know, to curve and it's going to go into the... Well, it's yeah. like my husband's two big toes because he, because of dropping things on his big toes... He, oh, like, you know, moving a refrigerator or moving a washing machine, he has injured both of his big toes at various times and, and had toenails fall off. And then they grow back in and they're like fucking horse hooves and they're the most disgusting things. And it's like his feet. First, he has Fred Flintstone feet to begin with. And then <laughs> yes. those toes are, those nails are like, I cannot, they're vile. <laughs> and they're thick, and they're brown, and they're hooves, and only a podiatrist can deal with them. They're vile. And I bet if he'd gone to a doctor when he lost the nail, they he might have been able to get something done to the nail bed so that they didn't come back oh, that's like gross. revolting, See, toenail can't, can't keep a pair of socks without oh. a hole in it. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, my nail, honey. when it came out that time, it grew back. And it's not really gross, but it's weird. It's, like, wavy. Oh. But at least it's the normal color and not all thick. I, you know, Chester Dean Nick had toenail fungus. And he had these big, fungusy toenails. And I'll never forget that. And I was so grossed out, even as a kid. And I was like, oh my god. My dad, <laughs> my dad got, uh, dis got military disability for his toenail fungus. <laughs> because he got, he got a particularly nasty case of, of fungus in, in the Vietnam. Oh. I he got in on his on both feet and one hand. I don't oh know why God. he didn't get it on his other hand, but he had really gross nails on one hand, and both of his feet were disgusting. Oh, and God. honestly, both of his feet are still disgusting. The older well, yeah. the older he gets, the more disgusting his feet are. Oh yeah, you know. But anyway, so like, mom is fine with the thing with the roto rooter, but. What about the toenail? She toe is nail? freaking the hell out about the toenail. Oh my god, her toenails and are so grody. <laughs> I think she's going to refuse to have it done. No, she has just... Oh. I, I She's going to refuse to have it done, and I'm like, well, whatever. She's like, well, I've never had this happen before. And I was like, I know, but if he didn't think it was going to happen again, he wouldn't He's... want to do this. But I think she's just going to refuse to have it done, and there's not a damn thing I can say about it. Oh, there's my no point. God. Oh, my God. I I mean, if it were me, it's like, it's weird, but I, yeah. But then again, I'm not really afraid of procedures, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, but it, it's just, yeah. You know, I she's just like, I just feel like it's just not necessary, and I'm not going to have it done. And I was like, Mom, you're not the doctor. 
he wouldn't want to do this if it wasn't necessary. No, right? no. I mean, n- no, podiatrists don't, they don't fuck around with feet. They, I mean. Yeah, and I was just like, well, oh. that's fine. And the next time you get it, then it happens and gets infected again, we'll deal with it. But it's up to you. Well, it's just not going to happen again. I'm like, fine, maybe not. Yeah. So when anyway. when she was at her her appointment, I'm assuming you were there. Yeah, because the follow because you have to be there, so you, someone's there to hear. Yeah, the follow up results for all of this. They called me for the follow up. No, but like at the appointment though. When she, I wasn't there when they were doing the ultrasounds, but I was there for the foot. For the foot, but so like he never. So when you were there, like he didn't say anything about removing the toenail until you got the phone call. Yeah, he just said something about oh, we might have to do a procedure. But he didn't specify. To prevent this from happening again and I've noticed, you know, this is going on so we're going to have to do an ultrasound. And I thought it would di- I didn't realize what it was. Or he may have he may know. have said like the technical term for it or something, but not Yeah, and I, I didn't yeah. know. And so I was just like, Oh, whatever, that's fine and you know, so we yeah, we didn't know. Shit. Or it could have been like the time my dad was in the emergency room and the ER guy who was talking to me and when they released dad like to me like the time that i had to stay with dad for several days like because they would only release him to me if i promised to be with him 24 7 um because he was a fall risk and everything and they were good they wanted to put him in a rehab center but dad refused to do that Mm -hmm. um and he was telling me all this stuff about possible causes of the dizziness and discussing all this stuff with me and then he handed me this paperwork but he never the the guy never actually said anything about dad's heart he never said oh, the word heart yeah. but in the paperwork there were there were words none of which were heart but mm-hmm. if i was a doctor and i read the oh, paperwork that you would have known that i would was. say oh this is a ter- this is a reference to an irreg- like an irregular heartbeat or something that has to do with the aorta or whatever. Like, it yeah. was a medical term that I couldn't possibly have known had something to do with his heart. So, but, so, like, the, like, after a couple of days, we, you know, he was still having trouble, so we got him a doctor's appointment. We couldn't get it with his own doctor, so we got him another doctor's appointment. And I just took... This was when, you know, of course, I was having to do the 24-7 care because the, the, the other sister had, the, 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 the Duchess had COVID, you know, because oh, okay. she had come back from the, from the business trip and came and, and was like, oh, surprise, I have COVID, so I can't do anything. the second time she had it? No, this was her only time to have it. The other sisters had it a couple of times. Oh, okay. And okay. Husbands, so husbands have had it. Their husbands have had it multiple times. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know. But she's like, you know, but like I'm having to consult with her even though she hasn't been around and she's has not been involved and I'm doing everything. But it's like, well, fine. You make some phone calls. You make him a doctor's appointment and I'll be the one to take him. So she makes him yeah. a doctor's appointment. 
and I take him and when I hand all the paperwork to the doctor, that woman starts talking about, well, he needs to see a cardiologist. And I'm like, wait, where's that coming from? Oh. And she's like, well, I don't understand why you brought him here to me because this right here is saying blah, blah, blah about the, and I'm like, so that's why I was thinking that he may have said something that you couldn't possibly have known. He meant uh, that he was saying, because I had no that, idea. I'm sure that guy in the ER totally thought that he told me to take dad to see a cardiologist because of blah, blah, blah is probably that the reason for his dizziness is probably related to his heart. Of course, once we end up taking him to a cardiologist and all this other shit, None of it had anything to do with his heart. It all it all came down to, Dad, you don't drink enough water, and you need to oh. not get up so damn fast. It basically came down to, oh, hey, Dad, yeah. when you're starting to get up out of a chair or out of bed, <clears throat> if you're feeling a little dizzy, stop mm-hmm. and wait until you're not feeling dizzy. Have a few sips of water, give yourself a minute, and don't get up until you're not dizzy. Because, God damn it, really? Oh, Do I actually no. have to tell you that? But that's actually what got him over it. Because mm-hmm. we, you know, it came down to, um, well, and also, and this is just going to come off as gross, but if anyone, if any of you have, you know, elderly parents or or someday you will, um, convincing my dad, hey, that pee bottle thing that I bought you, that 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 little urinal bottle uh-huh. that I bought him when he had a fractured back and he was living in his recliner. Oh, and I, I begged him. I begged him to use that thing. He And he was like practically peeing himself because he was having such a hard time getting to the bathroom. But the reason he yeah. was in the recliners, cause it was right next to the bathroom downstairs. Yeah. And that was the closest we could get him to a bathroom. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> because he used a pee bottle urinal in the ER. Mm-hmm. And I was like, see how you use that. You're going to start using it at home because you're not getting out of bed in the middle of night anymore. If you need to pee. Oh, and has he been doing it? Or yes. Yes. Oh, good. I mean, oh my God. I. It's like, it's a, it's amazing how much better he sleeps through the night if he doesn't he get out of bed. He, he's in at night by himself, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you can't have him get getting And he sleeps better him. because he doesn't have to do the whole ordeal of trying to get himself up out of bed and walk yeah. to a toilet. He doesn't mm-hmm. wake himself up having to, uh, that whole ordeal. Of, you know, having to sit up and then get up and then get the walker and get into the bathroom yeah, and maneuver yeah. through all that. And so he just pees into the bottle, puts the bottle back on the bedside table. Good. And then he just rolls over and goes back to sleep. And it's amazing how much better he sleeps if he doesn't have to, you know, strain to get oh, up out of the yeah, bed. yeah, because all the, you probably the anxiety of it also. Yeah. Is, you know. I wish I could just... Not get up out of bed. I wish Mm -hmm. I had a way of just waking up needing to pee and just peeing Oh, and not having to get out of bed. I'd sleep much better, too. Because, ooh, that irritated. That thing makes me angry of him having to goddamn pee. (laughs) 
especially because I, you know, it's like I, I don't wake up until I have to go, like yeah. have to, and then it's like, oh god damn it, and then it's like, I mean, it's not a terribly far walk, but I'm, I'm not in the mood. I know, but see, my thing, if I have to get up and do that, then the dog wants to go out. Oh, thank God my dog won't wake up for yeah, anything. Yeah, so I have to get up, and then I have to take the dog out, and then I have to stand there on the steps waiting for him to do, because he won't do it unless I'm out there with him. Oh, my God. And then, of course, the dog is sound asleep 30 seconds later, but I'm not. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. Oh... <laughs> uh... He literally goes, I lift him back into the bed, he cuddles up next to me, and 30 seconds later he's snoring, and I'm awake for, like, at least 30 minutes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I have pills that I'm supposed to take if I can't go back to sleep at night. But if it's, like, say, four... I don't want to take one because then it'll make me sleep until 10 and then I'll have to get up for work, you know? Oh my God. Oh God. So it's just like, it's really, urination just fucks up my whole life. (laughs) Uh. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. This Halloween, October pod has the double-double for your toil and trouble. Tune in to OctoberPod AM wherever you get podcasts on October 24th to hear The Spirit Dog, a spooktacular new audio drama starring your favorite indie podcasters and written by maniacs. Then on Halloween Day, visit OctoberPod Home Video on YouTube where Edward October will be telling Halloween bedtime stories. A family-friendly special that's perfect for getting your children off the night off to sleep. Yes, it's double the Halloween fright and double the Halloween fun when you listen to OctoberPod AM's presentation of The Spirit Doll on October 24th, wherever you get podcasts. And watch OctoberPod Home Video's Bedtime Stories for Halloween, narrated by Edward October. Find OctoberPod on the World Wide Web at OctoberPodVHS.com. OctoberPod, retro horror for bold individualists. Pull the strings! having to put on shoes there are literally days well i will not go and do anything because i'm not going to go through all the work of putting on shoes well you know because you've been in my house so many times (laughs) i have a pair of slip-on shoes next to my front door and another pair next to my back door and when i'm in my house i don't have shoes on and if i have to go out the front door Slip on the slip on shoes that that are the going yeah. out the front door shoes, and that's not the I'm going somewhere shoes. That's just the I need to walk out on the patio, or I need yeah. to go get the mail. 
I'm not doing anything. I'm just... Yeah, well, now I have, like, the flip-flops and the Crocs where that's easy. But I remember when I was living in San Antonio, there was a time where I didn't have any of that. And there were days where I just didn't. I flat out wouldn't go to the grocery store because I didn't want to go through the extra effort of putting on shoes. <laughs> Which I know is crazy, but it's true. So you're well, I mean, I shoes. Piss me off. Imagine if you had to put on a bra. <laughs> oh, honey, no. You have to. It's 107. It's 107 out. You got to put, you know. At least, at least I've gotten past the point where it's like, I don't want to put on a, I'm not going to put on a real bra. I barely put on a real bra anymore. Fuck oh, it. good. It's too much. Yeah. I'm an old woman. God damn it. Yeah. And you know, and I hate eating too. I love eating. So. Oh, I hate eating. Well, that's why you're so fucking skinny. But you know, maybe like I eat once a day. Well, but you're also... It's coffee and cigarettes. You have no problem with the constant coffee and cigarettes. Oh, well, that's true. And I think all of that, I get, I don't know, energy and empty calories, maybe. I don't know. So it just, yeah. Yeah. So I don't get hungry, I guess. I, but you're you're like a like, supermodel. You might yeah, as well just like, throw some cocaine in there. I know. It's like, that's what I tell people. You know, you want to lose weight. You're concerned. Just start smoking and you won't be hungry. That's... It's so simple. That's what you... When you look... If you ever looked at my mother's high school graduation picture and then a picture taken of her a year later after she had an office job. Yeah. Oh, because of all the smoking on the office? Oh my God, she smoked. That was when she started smoking. Oh, I would love oh my to God, smoke she was in so the skinny. office. She was Not so... that I have an office anymore, I mean, she smoked but... her whole life <laughs> until until she... Until the day before her first um, pulmonologist appointment. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah. When when they said, uh, you know, did did you smoke? Yeah, you know, from from when from when I was eighteen until when yesterday. What? Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. She's goddamn it. <laughs> you know, my uncle. He had surgery to have like some cancerous tumors removed in his lungs. Yeah. When he was, I don't know, 83, 84. And then they got it out. And I mean, six months later, he was smoking again. And I remember my aunt was so mad. And he was like, you know, I'm 84 years old and I've lived this long and I feel fine and I want to smoke and I'm going to goddamn smoke. What's going to happen? I'm 84. I don't care. Oh my God! And God bless it. He kept smoking, and then he died about four years later. But it was like like that, you know. So it was fine. You know what makes me so fucking mad? My my father in law, who he didn't even smoke for that long, but he he quit. You know, like uh, how they like I don't even know. Do they still do the Great American Smoke Out every year? Where there's like a day every year where where like that's the day to quit, you know? One year, like a long, long, long time ago, like I, I think easily 50 years ago, um, my father-in-law quit smoking. Like on the day of like Great American Smoke Out, oh, he wow, okay. had his last cigarette, quit cold turkey, <clears throat> never smoked again. Um, few months ago, 
diagnosed with COPD. Mm. Nothing else. Like, no other, like, none of his jobs. It's not like he worked in a fucking coal mine. It's yeah, not like he yeah. worked in, like, a textile factory. I mean, I, no idea. No, I mean, no idea why. And it's just like, damn it. It's so weird. I mean, mom had COPD, but not bad. You know, and you don't know. It's like, and it's all luck of the draw. You know, some people die of smoking at 50. And some people like my uncle, you know, you know, and then it was like, it was like, I feel fine. I just, I had that surgery. Now I feel fine. And what, what worse can happen? I'm going to fucking smoke. <laughs> and it took, it took that long for him to get those tumors. It's yeah. like. Even if he gets another tumor, how long is it going to take for it to grow? Yeah. It's so like, what? What's shit. he going to live till 90? What's he going to live? Like, what yeah, I didn't it? care. And God, if I get sick from smoking or whatever at that age, I'll be like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know? And it wasn't smoking. I mean, it's like, yeah, mom had some weird, some mom had, you know, Chris, mom never had anything normal. Mom had fluid in the cavity outside her lungs and oh, she had that weird right. yeah. valve put in because sometimes she would have to go in and they'd have to, you know, like stick a thing in there and suck the fluid in. Oh, and then and then eventually that. it yeah. kept coming back. So they just had like that thing, like that spigot put in. Mm-hmm. And then a nurse, we thought we were going to have to do it. And I actually looked up the instructions on how to do it because I really thought we were going to have to drain it. Oh, yeah. And you were like, oh, God, no. Because all <laughs> the supplies were at the house. But then they yeah. just sent a person around like a couple times a week to drain oh, mom's pleural cavity on one but, side. And it wasn't because of smoking. No. So that's so interesting. And the thing is like in a in a... Um, in an x-ray, it looked like pneumonia because it's uh-huh. fluid on the lung, but it's not yeah. in the lung. It's outside the lung. Oh, yeah. And it was, God, it was so weird. And then after it, after a few times of just draining it, it just stopped coming back. And it was like, well, what caused it? We don't know. Well, well, how come it's not coming back? We don't know. I know. It's just one of those I know. It's like, where was it coming from? I don't know. It's lymph or something? You got, like, excess, yeah. you know, plasma, something, you know? I don't know. It's fluid. Because mm-hmm. you know how old people are. They got they got fluids. And then, you know, she had that problem where um, that one, her right leg uh, swelled up. Do you remember that? What, no. what That was when her mobility problems started. When her, when she started having circulation problems, cause it was all, she had like fluid issues and, I guess so. and yeah. it was like yeah, fluid issues everywhere. And her right leg swelled up to the point where I swear to God, it looked like she had gallons of fluid in her right leg. That was, mm-hmm. that was when it was like, well, I guess, you know, we got to deal with this or she's never going to be able to drive again. And yeah. it was like, that just didn't get better. But she had to start wearing the support hose and stuff. But first... Oh, I was just going to have to... She had to wear those compression socks. So yeah. oh. oh, it was some compression hose. Like, the thigh high all the way up. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. but um, but she had the, the really cool um, contraption that helps you put them on, which is the coolest invention ever. And, God, if we never heard about that thing, I don't know how we would ever get those things on her. But um, she, but she had this procedure done... Uh, where, and it was the, f- God damn it. This was so funny. And this was one of my dad's great 
moments of like MacGyvering when she came uh-huh. home from this. They literally, this is just going to sound so stupid. But it's like, oh, modern medicine. At, she went in for like this outpatient thing and they basically poked her with a bunch of little needles so uh-huh. that fluid would just all over her leg just seep out of her leg really slowly. Not enough and to gush. Came, and then it was normal. I mean, it took a long time. But her yeah. leg was like, her whole leg, all over her leg, was draining fluid from little holes that they poked oh in her all over. Oh, my God. And so she got back to the house, and it was like, um, ew, gross. This is really, <laughs> this is a problem. And my dad went and got, my dad went and got, like, some towels, and he wrapped oh. them around her leg, and then he got, like, duct tape, and he wrapped, and he, like, he, like, MacGyvered, like, this big towel sheath that went around her leg. He's like, well, this will work for a little while. Like, she put her, like, put her in the recliner with her legs up. Uh And it's like, well, this will do for, like, a couple hours. In the meantime, we'll see if we can come up with something else. (laughs) Now, was she mad or did she put up with that? No, I I mean, we had to to do something. But it was like, (laughs) how, how did they just send you home? Without like an aftercare plan, like what yeah, the fuck? Yeah. They're just gonna they're just gonna pin cushion you, <laughs> and they're not gonna be like, what? Not give you? Not gonna give you like two hundred pounds of gauze or something to 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 soak up the ooze? With? Well, now I know if that ever happens to me, I won't go in. I'll just sterilize a pin and. Yeah, because apparently that's all. It's so weird. It was like it's like I I because I, I was like, well, what what was it? Was it like one of those like those things that when you're like marking fabric like on a like you laid up the pattern down on the fabric, oh, yeah, the little, the wheel, little wheel with the, yeah. with the little with the little pricklies. I was yeah. like, was it like that? <laughs> or like you're aerating the lawn with one of those. I, <laughs> Hey, that would work. It yeah, would work. Know. It would work. So if that ever happens to us, we know what to do now yeah. without having to just keep stabbing yourself with little bitty pins. Yeah, go go buy yourself. Can can you can you get acupuncture needles on Amazon? Like really really thin little little pins, and just keep oh I bet po- you could just keep poking yourself until you start to drip. <laughs> it's like well, eventually, eventually, I'll the swelling will go down. Do people don't need doctors, they have us. I mean, it works. It worked for my mom. You know. You know, know, that's all you need to stay healthy. Pins and cigarettes. I mean, she couldn't make red blood cells, but apparently she made a shit ton of lymph. Yep. (laughs) I mean, you know, her body was a, was a mystery. (laughs) And she maybe, and she would maybe she would have stayed healthy if she kept smoking. That's true. It probably it probably would have killed, you know. It would have killed all the weirdness that was in her, and you know. <laughs> you never, you never know. know. <laughs> you never know. You know, Billy Borders was telling me that Betty Jones 
doctor told her to just not quit smoking because she smoked so much and at this age it would kill her. Just quit. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and if people want to hear more Betty Jones. Now, see, here's the thing. Um, some of y'all obviously have not watched. Uh, you should go to our YouTube channel and you should go to the lot, like the live column and you should go through all of our live stuff. Oh, yeah. Because that way you can actually look at us, first of all, because that's awesome. And, but the old, the oldest one on there is when uh, we did a four hour um, uh, oh, New that Year's was Eve fun. show. Yeah. But, but there's actually timestamps in there, so you can jump to certain things. But you really yeah. should watch the all four hours if you're really fans. But um, there was Ossip got. Ossip? I seriously just said Ossip. Yeah. <laughs> Office gossip with Pitney and Angie. Yeah. Because super fan and friend of the show, Angie, yeah. and her son, who is our biggest fan ever, they uh, they came on <clears throat> and uh, Pitney and Angie used to work in the same office. And they were talking about the crazy bitches they used to work with. Yes, and and I did and I did a live demonstration of the Betty J. Jones spin in the swivel chair. The swivel, yes. the chair swivel. Yes. When I used to crank call her from the office, and she would get mad and like slam the phone down and spin her chair. Around oh my god! While yes. crossing her arms. Oh my god! Yes. And she had to know it was me or Angie. I mean, you know, some Although some people not. are just not, you know, some people just really don't uh, notice things. I loved her. I anyway. know. I'm going to look and see what, I'm, I'm going to let people know what they've been missing. So, yeah, there was, uh, there was the office gossip. There was stories of mystery poop on the floor at work. Uh, when you, mm -hmm. when you ate, uh, herring out of a jar with oh, Melissa yes, from the Brook Reading podcast, uh, me, uh, my video of me lip syncing, where is Christmas? It's in your heart. Yeah. Um, a little, a little musical interlude with Wild Rabbit Salad. Let's see. Uh, oh, that's right. Me ranting yes. about, about Gothic design. Yeah. Oh, and and what people think gothic design is, it's not what Tim Burton movies have. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Caleb from Paranormal Burrito visited us. The fabulous Steve was there. Oh, we did our first ever Throwback Thursday. Oh yeah, we yep yep. God, I and then we had ma and then at the, at the end of the show we had major technical difficulties and we just had to keep talking until it was over. Yeah. But then we started doing our we started doing our Throwback Thursdays. Um, we had three of those, and then we did the Wheel of Horror that one year. Yeah, we had our pirate party. We had our Barbie party. I mean, there's so much good stuff. I know, and we're fabulous on video. And well, of course, we're we're so we're so cute. We're so cute. Y'all really should. Come. Yeah, I had for, I had forgot about the herring. Did I like it? I don't think I did. Oh, neither of you did. It was so funny. In fact, I recently watched that again. I, I made uh, Mr. Amelia. I was like, I just really, really want to watch it. And he ended up coming in and watching it with me. And he was, and we uh -huh. were laughing. Was he? Oh, he was amused then. Oh, he was. I mean, he was horrified, but he was amused. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, I don't, I do remember it, but I don't remember, did I, I don't think I liked it. Oh, no, you were both, you were both horrified, but you both just kept on eating it. It was (laughs) really great. That sounds, that sounds like me. Yeah, because it was for good luck, because it was, um, it was a, like a Polish good luck thing. What was it, pickled herring? No, it was herring, well, it was, it was herring in a jar. It was in a, it was in a sour cream sauce. Oh, that's right. It was like a sour cream and white wine, I think, sauce. That's right. And I remember... It was very viscous and disgusting. That's right. And I had to go to, like, Whole Foods or Zanatos or some she store and being like... And I was looking online to see... Do you have herring because I need it for New Year? And they were like... I think we might, and yeah, I don't remember yeah. whether I had to go to some shishi grocery to get Which it, is so weird it. because, yeah. like, like, see, if you just had a Fiesta Mart in California, like we have here, where they have, like, it's the whole international aisle, you could, you could totally get anything yeah, because I it's think Polish. I think I to for that. Yeah. In fact, I had to go to Zanato's yesterday only because there was a truck broken down where the exit to go to Safeway was. Is Zanato's like an Italian market? Yeah, but it's really... So I went there because it's right off the freeway, the next exit. And I literally spent, I think, a $1.59 for one bell pepper. I hope it was a really good bell pepper. And I was like, this is outrageous, but... <sighs> It is what it is, and I don't want to deal with going to Safeway. I just want to buy this shit and go home. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if it's a good bell pepper, I don't mind. I think that was ridiculous, though, don't you? <laughs> I mean, if it's a good bell pepper, I don't mind. I don't mind. I mean, it was just in regular as long as it was, bell pepper. As long as the reason why it cost that is, is because the person who picked it was paid a good wage. I don't, yeah, other than, yeah, because it'd be like, you know, 59 cents at Safeway, but that's okay. It was that. But the only reason why it, that cost that is because they didn't pay the person who picked it anything. Well, probably, probably. You know, the other day I was I was um, trying very hard to uh, very finely slice a jalapeno because it had to pickle in the short amount of time that I was cooking my Hello Fresh dinner. There was like this bowl of. Um, White wine vinegar and sugar and le- and no, it was uh, lime juice and sugar and some other stuff, and uh-huh. I, I I wasn't gonna do too much of the jalapeno because there wasn't supposed to be that much jalapeno and I knew we weren't gonna use that much. It was this really yeah. good spicy, uh, s- chicken cooked in a skillet with like rice that had like this fajita seasoning and vinegar and stuff cooked into the rice so the rice was really good this chicken was really good that's so interesting though but it came with stuff that you put the jalapeno for a little bit to like pickle it oh that we do that all the time that's very common but the thing is you make the dinner comes together so fast you don't have it the the quick pickle it's like i i'm trying to cut the the jalapeno very very thin so that it will actually pickle yeah. First of all, it only kind of did, but what it really did was it was insanely hot. And um, you know how, you know how when um, you're cutting, say, let's say a jalapeno and you wash your hands. Yeah. And you think you did a thorough job and mm-hmm. you don't know that you didn't do a thorough job until later when you accidentally touch something. 
Yeah, like you rub your eye or well, you're, what you're what going what happened to the restroom? Yeah, I know, what well yeah. what happened to me? <laughs> what happened to me was I was squeezing the other half of the lime, and some of the lime juice got up on my nose, and I went like this, and the tip of my finger went just on the inside of my nostril. Oh no! <laughs> it took three days for that to stop burning. Oh my god. And it wasn't even that bad. That wasn't even like straight from the jalapeno to my nose. And it's yeah. I was putting lotion. I was putting lotion up my nose. <laughs> and eventually I just put some like cuticle balm, like really oily oh, cuticle yeah, balm. And just oh god, it was nice. Like right before bed, just like yeah. just right up my nose. And my nose it's like everything smells like oranges and it was just like, Oh, this is pleasant. But yeah, God that damn it, my, that I've hurt. That, like rubbing my eyes, I've done that. And I've done the, you know, you go to the bathroom. You go pee and it's like, ah! And you go pee and you're like, oh shit, oh yeah. And so, well, whatever, you just got to deal with it till it goes away. It's I not mean, like it's going to kill you. I mean, I hate I hate to be the one to bring up circumcision, but I'll, I, I would say that uncircumcised men would probably say that they don't have that problem. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Because they have the protective barrier. Oh, I guess so. That's true. Yeah. You know, I would be willing to bet. I We should. We could probably ask some. That would be a poll. Yeah, we, that's, that's a poll we could put. Thing. We could put out on uh, on on our social media and just sort of ask so, around. So yeah, we should do like okay, everybody like chop jalapenos and don't wash your hands and then go piss and tell us what the result was. I mean. <laughs> Well, I'm assuming some of these people have just had the experience in the past, and it's like if if you're uncircumcised and you have you ever hurt yourself? Yeah, yeah. From making pico de gallo or something, yes. and you know. <laughs> and then we could do like no, everybody, you know, on top of jalapeno and stick your finger up your butt, and then report to see what happens. <laughs> You know, <laughs> Frito asked me the other day if it was, if it was, um, cause remember when, uh, it was the year of the saints and it was the, on the Anus Sanctorum. Um, he asked me if it was the Anus Anus, <laughs> if it was the year of the butthole. And I was like, God, you know, in some, in some ways, unofficially, <laughs> In some ways, unofficially, it is kind of the year of the asshole. Yes. <laughs> I know. Now, it's going to be in my head now because I know me. It's going to be in my head now for days. Just stick a finger up your butt. <laughs> just just cut a jalapeno and then stick, stick a finger up your butt. And you'll be at work and you'll just start laughing for no reason. And they'll say, I know, and I and they'll say, say. Pitney, what's so funny? And you'll be like, well. I can't even tell you. I can't. It's like, if you really want to know. <laughs> just cut a cut a jalapeno and stick a finger up your butt. Yeah. Do you remember that Benny Hill song? Stick your finger in your ear and go tingalingaloo. <laughs> no, I do not. Anyway, it's just this <laughs> really funny song, and it's like it goes on and on and on and on, 
And it's just, that's his answer to everything, you know? And it's like, I told her what to do. She stuck her finger in her ear and went tingling-a-loo. <laughs> and then all the women in the lingerie in the background went, stick your finger in your ear and go tingling-a-loo. <laughs> oh, my God. It has to be on YouTube. Uh, you know, anyway, you know, I can't stand to not know. But that reminded me of of that. With, you know, the, the stick your finger in your go tingling. I, I literally typed Benny Hill S T I. That's as far as I got, and, and the first thing that came up is Benny Hill stick your finger in your ear. All right. <laughs> One eternity later. Um. Oh no! Wait. Nope. Found it. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're gonna um we are absolutely going to uh do something with this song, I think. Put your finger in your yeah. butt and go tingalingaloo. <laughs> we are going to do something with that song. But my other favorite Benny Hill thing is just he's laying there and he's looking, he's in bed with his wife and he's looking very smarmy. Like really proud of himself. He's like, I didn't use my deodorant today. <laughs> and I didn't use it yesterday. <laughs> and in fact, I may not use it tomorrow. <laughs> Why? It's just, why? It's just so funny. Like, why would that be funny to anyone but us? I know, but he just looks so smarmy. Oh. I didn't use my deodorant today. Did he? Did he act? <laughs> did he just say deodorant, or did he say underarm deodorant? Because that's that. Because I could see him being very specific. I think it was just deodorant. But then his wife gets out of bed, and she's like, "Please, please use it tomorrow." And it's just so stupid, but I just remember just screaming in laughter. And every time I think about it, it makes me laugh. And I don't think I've seen it probably in 40 years, you know? (laughs) I want to take, I want to take an old picture of Verity Noslin and cut out her lips and put it in front of my face and put my lips through the hole. And go and 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 go. I'm not wearing my deodorant today. <laughs> Just for you. The next time we do a video. Oh thing. my God! Don't forget your deodorant. Don't forget your deodorant, everyone. Is it time for a little bitchin'? Oh, God, yes. Oh, God, yes. Who wants to go first? Oh, I don't know. Do you want to go first? Sure. So, I can go first. Amelia, other than the fabulous heat wave you've been surviving. Yes. What is bitchin' right now with Well, you? you know, I mean, certainly I was already quite uh, sweaty and whatnot, but I did get rather hot and bothered this afternoon because um, even though this by the time people hear this it's much much later but who cares just this afternoon they released 
a teaser trailer for season two of Our Flag Means Death. Oh, okay. And I can't even begin to explain whatever is going on in it. But I can say that the voiceover of the beginning of the trailer is Steed saying, like, like he's writing a letter to Ed and it's like, dear Ed... I love you. I love everything about you. I love being with you. I love breathing the same air as you. And I'm like, like I'm completely dying. Oh, how fabulous. And then there's just, I mean, utter chaos. Uh, The only other things that I can, that I'll bring up is that it appears that at some point, Ed, AKA Blackbeard is going Mm -hmm. to, interrupt a wedding to steal the bride and groom off of the cake and then uh, paint them so that they resemble resemble Steed and himself. Like, he paints the bride to be him. Like, the bride is now himself. And the groom is Steed. And there's even a scene of him, like, looking at the little bitty groom and going... Fuck you, Steed Bonnet. Like, so, like he's so angry yeah. at him, at his little doll of Steed Bonnet. And then there's another moment that I didn't notice until someone else did a screenshot of it. And we, John, big giant Christian, Christian Naird, who's like yeah. the guy who was Hodor in um, Game of Thrones, uh-huh. is dressed as a mermaid <laughs> with fabulous, <laughs> like, divine drag makeup. And it's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on there, but I'm like, that is, that's like the, one of the most magnificent things I've ever seen. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to have to watch season one again because I loved it so much. I, you know, I just about a week or two ago, one day, like, I just was like, I'm just gonna, I think I'm just gonna put my Ed and Steed on again. And I ended up watching the entire, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to bed until this is over. Like I think I'm just gonna watch the whole damn thing. Remember when I was when I was visiting you, we watched the whole. Yep. We just watched the whole first season. Yeah, because because I was I was like, you are watching this entire <sighs> thing. You have to watch this entire. And thing. And I really did. I loved it. Oh it's, yeah. It's so great, and I'm I cannot handle. Like, can I just say? Everybody, like, Reese Darby in particular. I mean, granted, even in even in season one, like Steed goes from being such a little fop, such a little fop in the beginning. And at the end, when he's just like free of his wife and his, you know, just after dealing with his fuckery and all that other stuff. And he just takes takes that rowboat out and he's just walking down the beach and just taking his rowboat out into the water. And he's such a fucking man at that moment. And he's so beautiful and the sunset and it's gorgeous. And it's like, it's like just the transformation just from the first season. And now it's just like, God, that man, that man is going to kill me. It's like, I cannot handle. And it's just like, Oh, I can't just. Mm. Oh, I can't wait. So when does it come out? October fifth. Okay. I knew it was October, but October fifth is surprisingly soon. 
So even like, I don't even, I'm forgetting already when the date of this episode is coming out, but that's like soon. So everyone mark your calendars, get your acts, yeah, get totally your shit sick. ready the, because. The day after my birthday. Yes. Like whatever we have to do. Like, yeah, you're going to, you're going to get the, it's not even HBO Max anymore. It's just Max. You're going to get that app long enough to watch it and then you're going to cancel it. Oh, yeah, because I totally... Oh, yeah, no, I totally want to Fuck, yes. I, I need to watch the first one in this first season again, too. Yeah, get it long Absolutely. enough to get ready for that. And they'll probably put it out one episode at a time again, because that's what they did last time. Oh, of course, yeah. But, uh yes. So that's, that is my bitchin'. I'm, uh awesome. So awesome. excited. You know. <laughs> Yay! Yay! And so Pitney, oh my God, Pitney, what is what is bitching with you right now? You know, it's kind of weird because what's something that's bitching with me right now is always kind of bitching with me, but it goes to the wayside. But what's really bitching with me right now is Joni Mitchell. Oh, ex- excellent! So what? What's brought know, her back? What for what's... the readers? Uh, for our readers that don't know, for our for people our who listeners read the transcript that don't later, know, you know, whatever, yeah. I have been like obs- majorly obsessed with Joni Mitchell since I discovered her in what probably eighty five, eighty six. Yeah, is when I actually discovered her. All and thanks to Tim Curry. Yes, yes, because <laughs> yes, because Tim Curry's albums had two Joni Mitchell covers on them. Yes. Anyway. And when we met Tim Curry, Pitney thanked him for turning yeah. him on to Joni Mitchell. <laughs> and, but anyway, she's been all over the news lately. Because she did that surprise appearance a few months ago, out of the blue. And then she did oh, a like concert. like a festival or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And then she did a concert like a few weeks ago, which is her first concert in forever. Right. And she's been, it's like almost every time I look on Google News, you know, on, you know, what's new for me sort of thing. Right. I see something about Joni Mitchell. And so I, and I just saw stuff about her today. There's some like new like biography or something coming out. Oh, wow. Cool. And I didn't listen to it yet because it's like a, like an audio clip or a vi- anyway, but I didn't, because it wasn't an article, I didn't listen to it yet, but right. something on NPR saying something about new Joni Mitchell biography, so I'm assuming it's going to be one of those PBS biography episodes, but I don't know. Oh, ooh, we'll have to find out. But oh, how I don't exciting. Know. But anyway, so yeah, all this Joni Mitchell stuff has got me really excited and and I've um, she's releasing um, like a new like a box set of rarities from all of her. Oh God, I know the record company. Reprise was first. What's the second record company she was on? You probably don't know, but um, but what anyway? Her second record company that she was on, I think from like. Bl- Court and Spark through maybe Don Juan's Reckless Daughter or something. She wasn't on A&M, was she? Between all these, maybe. No, I can't remember. But anyway, it's a retrospect from those years. And I'm really excited because it's all going to be demos and live editions and all this stuff from 
that oh, group shit. of work. That's like my favorite group of work of hers. So I'm really excited by that. Oh my god, that's really mm. cool. And it's especially so, yeah. cool because for there was a while there were like we had news of her having a stroke and then yeah. we didn't hear shit for a long time. Yeah, and I just And it was so scary. Like, god, is she dead? I know, <laughs> and it was like cuz like I, you know, we we follow her on many social media accounts. Like I keep a close eye out there and then suddenly the social media account started kind of buzzing again and it was like, "Oh, is something going on?" And that was when I found out that she was like did that that appearance at that festival and stuff. But I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard this. Like she must have left Twitter and things, but a lot of people left Twitter. So that's because oh, yeah. that's so usually that's where I saw stuff. Man. I'm really excited about that box set. So that's I'm not really a box cool. Set buyer kind of person, but I mean, I want to. But that. for her, that would be yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm oh, not that's badass. In the one before that, because her first like four albums. I mean, I like them, but I don't need extras from it. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But but from like you know Court and Spark and Don Juan's Reckless Daughter and Hissing of Summer Lawns. I mean, that is my favorite era of Joni Mitchell. Right. Right. Before she went all jazz, because I didn't like those couple albums where it was all jazz. And then she went synth pop, but I actually like the synth pop albums. I think I'm the only one, but I actually really like those records. What years were the, were the, were those? It was... I was living with Trisha von Lichtenstein, the original Trisha von Lichtenstein. So it was when, when um, Chalk Mark and a Rainstorm came out. Okay. So that was 88 and maybe Dog Eat Dog, 86, 87, 88, somewhere around there were those two records. Okay. Was and I that thought when they she, were great. Was that when she did, um, <clears throat> was that when she did the thing, that one song with Peter Gabriel that I liked so yeah, much? Yeah, My Secret Place. Yes! God, Which I love that song. a fabulous song. And God, I love that two songs, Dog Eat Dog and um, Chalk Mark and a Rainstorm, they just tanked. But they're fabulous albums. I listen to the crap out of those albums. And they're still good. They, they're they very dated sounding, but the lyrics and the music just really stands the test of time. So if you haven't heard those albums in a long time, listen to them because they're oh, good. Oh, man. Yeah, because I had, I just like, that, my secret place just popped <clears throat> into my head. It's like, oh my God. God, yeah, yeah that's, that's from Chalk I love, Mark in a Rainstorm. I yeah. love that song. I, I hadn't thought have about a it little forever. romantic story about that song, but I, I don't have time to go into it right now. Oh my God. Let's put that in for me to tell you, even if it's not for the show, but just for us. Uh, I have a little romantic story about that song. Oh my God. I don't have time to tell no, it. No, we don't have time. We don't have time for that right now. Oh my God. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate and review us wherever you listen. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone, Everyone loves stickers. Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. There was Ossip got Ossip? I seriously just said Ossip. Yeah. <laughs> Office gossip.